licking your freezer clean might be more productive than this. But hey, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. This is the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast. When we get together to talk about things that matter to us. This is episode 93. It is Super Bowl Sunday. It is around noonish. We are podcasting live from Vancouver, British Columbia. My name is Adam, and I would like to introduce my bearded co-host. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. How you doing? I'm doing all right. But before we talk about the things that happened to us this week, you can support our podcast by hitting our website, oldmenheyelloclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast because, you know, we need the plays. You know, we're not charging $20 like some other radio hosts are, but you can yeah, donate. <laughs> you can donate to get us some coffee or help us buy some gear. So that would be super cool. That's that. Welcome to it, hey. people. Hey, yeah, for sure. Speaking of Super Bowl, let's just get this out of the way here right now. Sports! Right? Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 56. The Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the Los Angeles Rams. The game is taking place at SoFi Stadium, I think is the name. It's a brand new stadium yeah. in Inglewood, California, in Los Angeles, of course. Uh, it's supposed to be hot down there today. Uh, are you watching the game? Do you give a fuck about the game? What's going on there today? You're going out partying somewhere, right? Uh, no, I start work at six thirty, so that's oh, okay. uh, um, so that's that. Uh, I do want to see the halftime show because it's the first. I think it was one of the first big profile rap shows. So you have Dr. Dre, you have Eminem, you have Snoop Dogg, you have Kendrick Lamar, and you have Mary J. Blige performing the halftime show tonight. So that'll be cool. Uh, but I could give two fucks about the Super Bowl. Uh, I never. I mean, I'll watch football if it's on. Uh, the team, my home team, would be Seahawks, just because we followed them for so many years. The team outside Fuck of that would Seahawks. be, <laughs> sorry, the team outside of that would be the Raiders, uh, just okay. because everyone loves the Raiders. I was when I was younger, I, my uncles used to follow the Raiders, so I used to watch the Raiders with them. But yeah, right. I could honestly give two fucks. I watched it for work. Uh, we hosted many Super Bowl parties, but because of COVID, I'm pretty yeah. sure no one was doing anything uh, besides your buddies and stuff hooking up and doing whatever you're doing but um yeah i don't give a fuck what about you are you uh, gonna watch the game i i'm like i want to see the commercials in the halftime show and that'll those will all be posted online so that's all i give yeah. a fuck about yeah i think up here in canada uh, once again the crtc is fucking banning the american commercials from playing up here which of is a are. bunch of fucking idiots um i have not watched an nfl game all season so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> as as you already guessed. Um you know what? I'll probably have the game on this afternoon in the background. I think it starts three thirty Pacific time. I'll probably have it on. Um Yeah, it's I, I don't yeah, I really don't give a shit. Uh I haven't cared about NFL for for a few years now. Um what was I gonna say? Oh, the halftime shows yeah, you know what? As with most halftime shows, I'll fucking turn it off even if I am watching. Yeah, yeah, because it's a bunch of it's a bunch of crap, and I don't think it's the first rap or hip hop show. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Like that, but uh, well, I know it's not because typically they they go with a lot of pop and hip hop and and shit that I really, of course, don't like. So that's why I don't care about that either. Anyway, let's get that. I wanted to get that out of the way so we can move on to some really more important stuff. I just I'm just googling quick halftime shows. Let's halftime shows. Uh, who the hell do we got? Obviously, rock and roll is typically not part of the halftime shows. Uh, the Who did one of the halftime shows, which I remember being pretty good. Uh, I forget what year that was. What were some of the other mem memorable rock and roll shows or artists that uh, 
that have performed during uh, Michael Jackson. Okay, that's not who I was thinking of, uh, but uh, I'm sure that was probably pretty cool, but yeah, whatever. The Blues Brothers? Oh, the Blues Brothers did a halftime show? Yeah, I with uh, ZZ that's Top, hilarious. James Brown. That was a halftime show and for Super Bowl 31. Okay, cool. Uh, who else did we got? Phil Collins? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Uh, Aerosmith and NSYNC? Yeah, that's a that's a funny one, right? But yeah. of course, Aerosmith, you know, they did the Run DMC thing for you know, like Walk This Way. Maybe that's was around that same time. I'm not sure when was that. Uh, that Which, was, was that? Super Bowl 35. Okay, and yeah, so uh, whatever, 20 years ago, anyway. And LV, so a lot of these things have like a um, a guest performer. So guests, like special guests for that one, was Britney Spears again, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. Uh, so that's different. I've never seen that. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl 42 was Shania Twain and No Doubt with special guest Sting. Okay. Uh, February Super Bowl, what's this one? 39 was Paul McCartney. Okay. Super Bowl 40 was The Stones. Super Bowl. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah right yeah. on. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl 41 was Prince. Yep. Uh, that would have been right. I think I remember right. that one. Uh, Super Bowl 42 was Tom Petty. Yep. Uh, 43 was Bruce. The boss, the boss himself. Yep. The Who was, you're right, The Who was Super Bowl 45. Yeah, and that was probably the last rock and roll show. That's my guess. Yeah. Oh, right? Bruno, yeah, Bruno Mars, Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Timberlake, Maroon 5. Hey, like, fuck, they've completely avoided rock and roll. So does that mean rock and roll is dead, like some people are saying? That's not true, of course, but uh, some people maybe like to think so. The uh, the controversy for the Bruno Mars halftime show, he brought up the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they're playing to a click track uh, oh, okay. to make it super tight. So I remember that. Yeah, that's about it. To be honest, that that's those are the halftime shows. You know, it's not fucking awesome. I mean, is it cool? It's cool that they do. You know, kind of share the stage a little bit, but for the most part, they're garbage. Just never. What was the big controversy two years ago? Whenever it was in San Francisco, they wanted Metallica to play the halftime show, but they didn't get the rights, or they said no to Metallica playing. The arguably the greatest rock band in history, metal rock band in history. They didn't let them play the super top, super time or Super Bowl halftime show. That's kind of fucked up. Well, well, it is, I think, because you know they actually could have picked so many other different artists too from yeah, from the San Francisco area. or from that area, the Bay Area. That would have been perfect. Uh, but again, they chose uh, somebody or artists that are, uh, I guess, more popular. Uh, you're right. How can you be more popular than Metallica from San Francisco, right? Yeah. So, who are some of the other big? There were some other big artists though from San Francisco, and I, you know what, I I looked this up at the time, and I may have even posted it on my website, my own personal website at the time, which is which is no longer there. But I know <laughs> that I was pissed off about this at the time, and uh, and I did some research, but I just can't remember some of the artists that they could have picked. In addition to Metallica, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Journey is from not that I'm not saying they should have picked Journey or anything, like that, but I'm, I'm just going through the you know rock and classic rock artists that they could have yeah could have chosen. Journey's from uh, San Francisco. Shit, I can't you know I can't even remember now. My brain is fucked. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact is, is it all most of it's bullshit. Is it entertaining? Yes. Is it good? No. So uh, no. the last one, the weekend one, was garbage. Like that was garbage. I don't know. I don't know if it was because of COVID. I don't. I don't actually really care. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's and Super Bowl is always a weird one because it's the dates are always off because it's like February thirteenth, February seventh, February second, February third, February fourth. Like this seems to be like yeah. a later one, I guess, because of COVID and the bye weeks and however fucking football works. There's some in January. 
you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. Well, I yeah, it depends on the length of the season. Cause I know now there's a week 17, like I think there was only, there were no bye weeks, I think, you know, way back and now there's a bye week and, uh, there's always the two week layoff between the conference finals and the uh, Super Bowl, which I think is really stupid too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, yeah, lately it always seems to push into the first or second week of February. So whatever. Yeah. Hockey's more important. It's a better sport anyway. So, all right, let's move on now. <laughs> uh, well, because it's Super Bowl Sunday, February 13th, that means obviously tomorrow is February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Ooh, hey. uh, did you get uh, the lovely partner or anything for Valentine's Day? Is she expecting anything? Do you guys do anything special? No, we don't. We're old and boring, I think. So, <laughs> um, we actually had this discussion yesterday about even about gre- greeting cards. Well, we've talked about it before too. And greeting cards are just such a fucking waste of money and paper and um i think we both agreed that yeah it's important it's still important to kind of recognize these special days right yeah so, you know valentine's day uh birthdays anniversaries fuck off christmas so christmas isn't getting <laughs> getting any greeting cards this year anyway we basically agreed that birthdays and anniversaries are still important and warrant a, a greeting card so we'll carry on with that but yep um, you know what? We have no plans for tomorrow. Not yet. Anyways, hey, I got, I got a day to think about it. So besides the party in the bedroom, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what are you doing then besides the party in the bedroom? I, I did the party in the bedroom last night. Ow. <laughs> okay. So, let's move on. So that was that one. And then just. I, this isn't a, this isn't a, um, a G rated show by any means, but yeah, I don't need, I don't need to hear about that. I mean, I could turn on the sex lights. <laughs> <laughs> you've but, already got sex lights in the background because you got that cool uh the northern lights uh flow in there that's better than your sex lights <laughs> that you got going there anyways no. i mean it's it's light out in your bedroom so those sex lights aren't <laughs> gonna work here right now not not right this minute but uh no the girlfriend tells me every year i've uh, this is the second valentine's day with her and she says she fucking hates valentine's day so yeah. um, I'm like, I, I get it, whatever. I don't know what the story is behind that. It's corporate holiday bullshit, which is funny because she yeah. works for a corporate office and does that sell chocolate and uh, it's one of the biggest holidays okay. of the year. But uh, I think that's hilarious. But anyways, yeah, so we just, uh, we don't do anything. Next weekend, we'll go out for some food, but uh, it's like, yeah, you mentioned you're, you're off for a couple of weeks or a week or something yeah. anyways. Eh? So next week I am off for, yeah. I have to take forced holidays. So uh, yeah. taking these first holidays and that, that'll be all right. So uh, looking forward to that. But yeah, I just got her, uh, just a, a, speaking of cards, I got her a card. Um, I like getting weird cards. Uh, so I went on Etsy and got her a weird card. And it's oh, cool. from uh, Shit's Creek. And it goes, yeah. oh, right on. and it goes, ew, Valentine's Day. So that's perfect. Um, yeah. But the problem with that one was, is I ordered it. I, you know, last week of January, and it's like, oh, it'll arrive, you know, in between the 10th and the 14th. I'm like, well, that's not time enough. So I had to express order it, which cost me $20. So it cost oh, me shit. $20 to get a card from Toronto to fucking Vancouver. But uh, it's worth it. She loved yeah. it. And really, that's what counts. Oh, that's that's true. Let me guess, though. Is that Canada Post that you're trying to rely on the, for that? Or was that another courier company or no, something? No, it was Canada Post. Yeah, see, fuck Canada Post. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, I can say that from them delivering things and from working there. Yes. So, yes. fuck that place. Uh, yeah, so it's just one of those holidays. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Chris, or birthdays and anniversaries should be celebrated. Valentine's Day and all the stuff, 
in between. I don't yeah. know what else is there. It's Christmas. Here you go. Merry Christmas. But you know, we're all adults now. We have you make adult money, so we just buy what we want when we want. So the whole gifting yeah, thing go. doesn't really do anything. So she just got me a bunch of chocolates. I got her some chocolates, and that was pretty much about it. <laughs> um, hey, that's that's what I'll buy. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Good chocolates. Plans. Good idea. Thanks for letting me know. Yep. Get some chocolates. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you do the flowers thing, but. Uh, yeah, those are kind of overrated now too, I think. So there's other ways to kind of make it special and important. And I don't pa- know. Paper Even flowers. Car- cards. Paper flowers. Yeah. See that again, that's the thing. Cards are a waste of paper money. Yeah. Flowers are a waste of fucking flowers. Uh, they die in two days. Um, I know it's the thought that counts. So that's why I'm saying there's other special ways of recognizing the day, I guess, if you want to. So like in the bedroom. Oh, okay. Moving on. Uh, so I had to sign a new shift for work. We are a union shop and my current shift is Sunday through Thursday. It's six hours a night. So I get a total of 30 hours a week. Uh, but my new shift will now be Friday to Monday. Oh, fuck. Uh, I know. Really? Yep. Friday to Monday. It's from 345 till 250 in the morning, Friday to Monday. Oh, uh, so they're 10 hour days. So that's going to put a damper on some things. We'll figure out the show and stuff afterwards that, but yeah. I usually wake up around 11 every day and I'm coherent by noon sometimes. <laughs> <Okay>. So, uh, <laughs> that's why we push till noon, get yeah. some coffee yeah. in me and, uh, get right. some food in me and I'm good to go. But, uh, okay. the opportunity now is it's just obviously with, I get an t- extra 10 hours. So that yeah. gives me extra cash. And uh, I have to make up stuff for my pension because I was only part-time for a little while. So I have to put some money into my pension to make it full-time so I get more money moving forward. Because as we're getting older, we got to pay into our dumb pensions. So that's what's going to keep us alive. That's important. Something I didn't really do a good job of, uh, admittedly, when I was younger either. So yeah, yeah, it's never too late, of course. So uh, yeah, get going on that. Yep. So, uh, I'm going to figure that out. So that's interesting. So we'll see how that works. I can shift trade and move things around, but that's, it's horrible for any sort of person. So my partner works, uh, Monday to Friday, like eight to four. So I'm never going to see her uh, again. So uh, no kidding. That sucks. Uh, we'll make it work, but, uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but I can ap- apply for some shift trades and some moves and, and stuff around. So we'll see kind of what happens the next little while, but for the next couple of months, it'll be Friday to Monday. So we'll take it from there. Hey, I think it's time for you to you two to find a place together, don't you think? Maybe, and then you'll see her all the time. I think. Well, I think that's the plan after she finishes school. Oh, uh, so okay. I think you mentioned she was going back to school for some. Yeah, so. so she yeah, finishes. Uh, yeah, yeah. She finishes in May, uh, and then she's stubborn, so she wants to take care of her line of credit. So she wants to pay that all off before we. So we just enter in all clean. Yeah, good to go. So I think oh, that's, that's kind cool. of the plan. Yeah, uh, but you know we'll revisit that in May when she graduates. But you know it's good, it's fun. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I'll miss the sex dungeon lights here. I can bring them with me. <laughs> well, of course you can. You can. You know, obviously you need some her permission, but yeah, you can. You can do a similar setup, I'm sure, wherever you're going, wherever you end so. up. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> what the hell else happened to me this week? Oh, I'm still on the hunt for office chairs. So I ordered, I think I talked about this last week. I ordered an Amazon's yep. basics office chair. What a piece of yep. shit that was. So then that night I ordered a different new one. So I'm sitting on it now. It's a, uh, I don't know the brand or whatever it is, but it was the next model up. It actually has a lean or tilt feature on it. 
So I was like, okay, yeah, this is all right. I can get behind this. It's yep. okay. But it doesn't go down low enough. It doesn't clear my desk. It just it just barely works. So this chair is going back. Uh, so on Friday, I'm off Friday, Saturday. So yesterday I went, I went to Staples and I just went to the office section and I just sat in a bunch of chairs and I pretty much, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I just said, that's the way to do it. Oh yeah. So I sat in a bunch of chairs. I found one that I really liked and I think it's pretty close to the one I had before. So I'm going to purchase that one, bring it home, put that together and then once that's done, I'm going to compare the three, keep the best one, and move on in my fucking life. Because this is, yeah. so far, this one is pretty comfortable, but uh, it's not as comfy as my original one and way more comfier than that Amazon Basics one. So I'm getting really good at putting chairs together if you need a chair assembled. But <laughs> other than that, it's uh, chairs suck. And we talked about postures. We talked about the ball last week. Um, to get a sweet, good medicine or uh, workout ball, a good one's like 160 bucks. Yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah, for you, sure. You got to like, it has to be able to support your weight. It has to be able to do a bunch of things. And I've been training on a ball with my personal trainer, so she's kicking my ass. But doing a plank on a ball is really, really hard work because you got to stabilize your core and do a bunch yeah. of exercises there. So that's okay. Um, since I've seen my personal trainer for about a month now, I got another month to go. I've lost about 15 pounds from seeing her. Really? Yep. Are you, now part of that was you were talking about diet and shit like that. So it's not just exercise, it's diet. So yeah, a little bit of diet. I, I haven't really changed anything. The biggest thing that I've changed is eating protein with every meal. Yeah. So no matter what you're eating, have us like some cheese or I use a lot of broccoli because I'm allergic to nuts and stuff, but it's a lot of cheese and broccoli I eat. Just <laughs> steamed broccoli, yeah. just go and a lot of cheese strings and turkey pepperoni is what I eat a lot of. Yeah. So uh, most of that then is attributed to your workout routine or whatever that is then. That's whatever program that she's got you on. Yeah. And it's pretty much just she got, I have, I'm doing like these 10 exercises and she's like, this will make you. Yeah. You know, not lose weight, but get you back into shape, get you what my goals are. Because my goals are to like step yeah. over my dog without pulling up my back, to sneeze without pulling yeah. my back, and to beat the girlfriend in an arm wrestling match. And <laughs> she kicks my ass every time. So, you know, those are my personal goals to, uh, for my uh, fitness journey. And I bought this big ass mat, which I do stretches on and stuff every day and do these exercises and stuff every day. And it's not using any fancy equipment. I recently just purchased a pair of bands, like exercise bands, just for yep. more resistance to help anything. But that was 12 bucks. I'm not going to buy like a gym or like a TRX system oh, or like that because yeah. one, I have nowhere to put it. Two, they're overpriced. And three, you can do everything you need to do just by using your body and a wall. So yeah, uh, I am on the journey of that. But I have one yeah. more month with her and then that's done. But uh, I'm on the right track and just continue. The, the biggest thing is just doing it every day. If you do it every day, yeah. you're good to go. So my biggest struggle is my workout is about 21 minutes all in total with once I'm rotated. So try to find music that fits within 21 minutes is my biggest thing. So I always yeah. pick a bunch of songs. If it's 21 minutes, I'm good. And if it's not, then I restart again. So it takes me forever. But within 30 minutes, yeah. I found a solid playlist to work out to. And it's mostly, it always includes a Pantera track. Because <laughs> Pantera is great workout music. And then whatever, have heavier techno-y or Nine Inch Nails, anything from With Teeth and Backwards is awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah that's about it. 
Have you? So, uh, yeah. So, no, that's good. I, I don't want to go on with this and we can talk line a little bit offline a little bit more about it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm curious as, as to maybe more about what, uh, who this person is and um, how much she costs and yeah. And uh, like, are you doing your program every day? So you see her a couple times a week and then you're doing your shit at home every day or, yeah. or what's, what's happening with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I see her twice a week. Okay. Uh, so I see her Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then I am the next day because I'm so sore from the workout on the Wednesday. It's pretty much a stretch day. And then the Thursday yeah. and the Friday, I do my own thing. Saturday, I see her. Today's a rest day. Monday and Tuesday, I do my own thing. Wednesday, I see her and kind of move forward. So. Yeah, it's not really. To be honest, it's really it's not that much of a difference. You know, I don't go to the gym. I don't go whatever because I'm just yeah. not built that way. Like me and you are the same. Like we don't move things. We fix computers and we do different things. Yeah. You know, we're the techie part. But it's um, yeah, it's the gym rats. I can't do that. I can't be in the gym with those guys. No, me me neither. And you know, I miss I miss the nicer weather when when I could go out for a skate. But but you know what? And I mentioned this last winter as well. Like, I just uh, I I work from home. I'm at my desk all day long. And the winter time, I'm just not very active, and it's not very good. And yeah, it's not very healthy. And I need to be changing that. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Offline, and we'll maybe take this offline. This person or something, and uh, yeah, and go from there. Cool, no, totally. Uh, so I don't know. So you you have your license, but you don't have a car. So when was the last time you took a rental car or Evo or whatever the fuck it was to whip around the city or to do personal stuff? Do you remember when that was? Uh, probably it was at some point in January. I mean, we're already mid February here. Yeah, so it was some point in January. I mean, I forget the exact day. Um, we used the Moto, the Moto Co-op. Um, been using that for years. Um, yeah, and it works out perfect for yeah. us. Well, for me. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I get out typically though. I, you know, I, I am driving a couple days a month and um, it's like riding a bike. I don't personally, for me anyways, I don't feel I'm, I lose anything. I don't feel I'm worse off as a driver just because I'm not driving every day. Oh no. I think that's where you're going with this. I, I sense something's going on here. Oh yeah. What's happening? Let's go. Yeah. So okay, let's, let's, go. let's go. So I have, I mean, I'm, I'm, my commute to work is now very quick. I'm a 10 minute drive to work now because I'm just commuting from my pair of roommates to Scott Road Station. So it's a yeah. 10, 15 minute drive at most. But I've been whipping around to go see the trainer every day. And then on Fridays is errands. And then Saturdays, I help the girlfriend. If she needs to go shopping, I'll take her to the superstore so she can get her groceries. And mostly it's cat litter. Cat litter is fucking heavy. So to carry that on a bus, whatever yes, it, it is, is. Um, we bring that around and whatever it is. Yeah. But I have I've noticed. That too. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I no, keep interrupting. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you know how heavy that is. It's bullshit. But yeah. the point is traffic, I think, is back to where it was pre-pandemic. Okay. It's it's busy out there. The dr- the bad drivers are back. Like they're just making stupid moves, stopping, cutting you off, making weird turns. Like it's it's getting brutal out there again. And not to mention today in Vancouver, British Columbia, gas prices gas prices hit a dollar 80.9 today. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I noticed yesterday when we were out uh 
Uh, I went out, uh, what did I do? I took a run to get some vinyl. Yeah. I noticed at this shell station, it was a buck 70 something, buck yeah. 76. So maybe it's gone up even more today. So dollar yeah, 80 on Super Bowl Sunday. Like that, I think that's the highest it's Crazy. ever been. Uh, yeah, and it, you're right. it jumped five cents in a day, which is kind of the weird thing. Cause I was out yesterday and it was dollar 73, dollar 75, but now it's a dollar 80 and you know, it's, we always talk about how expensive the city is and, you know, and paying for your gas is, is so stupid. Like it's so expensive. We're the most expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're back at, well, I still have the website to go to Blaine because uh, I used to go across the border a lot to get gas and that was when it was like a dollar forty, and it would work out to like 80 cents a liter with all the conversion and stuff. Wow. Uh, so a dollar 80 per liter, I filled up. Uh, a couple of days ago, and I put eighty dollars in, and I didn't even fill up. So I, yeah. it's going to start costing a hundred dollars a month, or uh, every. I mean, yeah, I can usually stretch a tank of gas out for two weeks because cars better. I run on econ mode, so it's not too bad. But yeah. it's getting more and more expensive to fill up, and the drivers are becoming more and more. I guess the bad drivers are back out on the roads. Like it's it's getting brutal out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy. I I couldn't. Uh... I couldn't deal with it every every single day. I just go. I I, I just see that all the stupid people out there uh, when I'm walking around. You just look at the bad drivers. You can see them everywhere. So, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. So I couldn't imagine having to have to drive every single day to go to work or whatever. Yeah, I'd lose it for sure. Oh, 100 percent. Especially if it was far. Uh, but yeah. you would just. Uh, but that brings me to my next thing. My next car upgrade is going to be a dash cam. Oh, okay. Uh, just because in the last, I would say the last month, if I haven't been paying attention to what other drivers are happening, I would have gotten in a few accidents. Bunch of guys running red lights late at night. A bunch of yeah. guys just making weird turns, uh, pulling out of nowhere, not looking where they're going. And parking lots is a big one. People don't know how to navigate parking lots. Uh, so many close calls and parking lots. I don't know what they're afraid of or whatever it is, but... Yeah, I've I've had a lot of close calls this last, I would say month, which has now really prompted me to get a dash cam. So, I have I I picked out the one I want. I'm just gonna go get the car audio place to do it because they'll hook it up, they'll hide it, they guarantee the camera. So, get one of them that they know and guarantee behind, rather than ordering like a shit one off Amazon and doing it myself. Is I think yeah. I mean obviously whatever works works, but. You know, spend the extra little bit of cash, get it done professionally, and have it warrantied is where my head is on that. So, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's uh, it's a good one. It uploads to the cloud every when you're home. You can set an app from your phone, so it talks to your phone. If you want to upload a clip, you can go. So you're good. Yeah. And then maybe I'll start publishing these dash cam videos, and we can post those on our website. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, hopefully, nothing happens and you're safe. But yeah. uh, I'm sure you'll come across all kinds of situations and uh capturing stupid people at work so oh, yeah yeah for sure it's uh it's brutal up there so uh drive safe kids yeah uh so before we hop into our bigger topics what happened to you this week any uh, any stories going on for you this week uh i have uh yeah let me see i i don't think really anything is is exciting is going on let me uh let me talk about i've been wanting to talk about this for a couple of weeks and i'm not going to give you all of the story or fine details or anything like that. But, uh, I've been, uh, 
I've been dealing with uh, some battery issues on my laptop. Okay. Um, uh, you know that I have a Dell XPS 15. Uh, it's yeah. actually about three years old now. Uh, you know, the the value of the laptop is about 3500 bucks. I didn't pay that much, but that's how much the regular oh, price would have been at that time when I bought it. I did get a pretty sweet deal on this particular laptop. And I also purchased at that time, I purchased their premium pro plus warranty or something like that. Yep. I forget exactly what it is. Uh, for four years, um, it basically covers almost anything. Uh, if I drop the laptop and it breaks, it's all covered and all that kind of shit, right? Yep. Excuse me. It's my first laptop. I've purchased many desktops in the past. Yeah. Uh, first laptop. Uh, so I wasn't really sure what to expect going in. Obviously, I've used laptops with work and all kinds of other shit before, but... Anyways, first time going in, I thought, let's be, uh, and of course, at that time, I was still not working. So I was, you know, using, hoping to use my laptop for work. So yeah. just having the, the, having the warranty in case something happens, I didn't want to be unable to do any work for a long period of time. So it made sense. 100%. Uh, the laptop's been great. It's been running fine. No problems. Haven't had to take advantage of the warranty or anything like that at all. So anyways, that's the thing with warranties. You know, it ends up being a waste of money for the most part. But uh, uh, when you need it, it's there. And that's a peace so, of mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, like I said, I've been dealing with a really bad battery for quite some time. It's actually been um, three, four, five months probably even. I'm at home, so typically it's plugged in all the time anyways. I haven't really had any, um, you know, there's been no rush to replace it. Yeah. But finally I decided to talk to Dell. Um, and so I think it was actually right before Christmas, I contacted them and told them, you know, listen, it's a bad battery. It's like my, my battery's going on or my laptop's going on three years old. Um, it's probably not covered under warranty because parts like that, I think expire or not, you know, something like a battery batteries fail. They yeah. go bad. That's just the way it is. So yes, they confirmed that um, battery was not part of the warranty. And I said, hey, no problem. I'll pay for the battery. Yeah. But I know that uh, the replacement of the battery, the labor cost is covered under warranty. So I would like to go ahead and purchase a battery. And if you can make arrangements for a tech to come in and replace the battery whenever it arrives. That makes sense. And, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, no problem. We'll call you back. Well, I never heard from Dell for probably two or three weeks. And again, just because it's not super urgent, I just kind of forgot about it a bit. Yeah. Anyway, after a certain period of time, I called them back. And the process I went through, the runaround I went through, the bullshit I had to deal with was one of the most frustrating experiences I've ever dealt with when it comes to you know tech support or, you know, situations like this, right? Yep. I was so mad at them. I've never been I've never been that mad when dealing with somebody especially on the phone. Yeah. Um again, I got the runaround. They shuffled me back and forth between different departments. I think I spoke with sales, I spoke with parts, I spoke with warranty, and there's another one in well, support. So, four different departments I got shuffled between and this was over a period of two weeks. Wow. Uh, sometimes I was on the phone with them for two or three hours at a time. And you know what? I got nowhere. I got absolutely nowhere. 
they would said they would call me back or someone we would follow up. Yeah, okay, we understand. Oh, for a while there, they told me that, no, the labor isn't covered under warranty. I'm going, okay. what? It's right here. It's, you know, that's part of warranty. And they said, yeah. nope. And then the next person I talked to said, no, no, it's no problem. It's under warranty. So we've just got to order you a battery. Oh, or you've, and then they left it up to me. Okay, so I have to order the battery and then call them back again for the 50th time and say, okay, battery's <laughs> here. Somebody come and install it. And I'm going, listen, I just want to talk to one person. I know I have to pay for the battery. Let's get this battery ordered. When it arrives, let me know. Send a tech to install it. How simple is that? Why do I have to talk to four different departments to get a fucking simple battery replaced? Yeah. Oh, I was fucking pissed. You know what? It came down to this. I hung up on them at the for the very last time. I told them to fuck off, and I've ordered a battery on my own. Um, it should be here this coming week, um, and I'm going to install it myself. Oh, See the biggest? Yeah. So after all that, after a month and a half of fucking around and being basically, yeah, basically they were running, giving me the runaround. Yep. Really, that's what it was. Uh, so after all that, I'm going to replace the battery myself. Now, my biggest concern with that, Hey, you know what? I have no, I have no problem replacing the battery. It's pretty simple, even yeah. on a laptop. I've done a lot of this work before, so not a big deal. However, my biggest fear, I guess, is uh, what if something does go wrong? I mean, I don't think it will. What if something does go wrong and my laptop's fucked? Then I'm fucked because they aren't going to cover any any work I did on the warranty or, or as part of the warranty, right? Yeah. So if I fuck it up and it's my fault, my warranty is shot. So you know. So that's why I was trying to get them to come out, send a tech to do it for me. And of course I told them to fuck off. So uh, anyways, that's my <laughs> Dell support uh, experience. I've heard many horror stories about this before. So I've never experienced it myself un until now. You know, I've read all kinds of things, people being pissed off and, and you know what? I experienced it firsthand this time. Yeah. And it was not, it was not pleasant. I've owned Dell computers for quite a few years. This is not my first go around with Dell. Yeah. They've been really good. The product itself has been really good, but the support was just shit. And I, I wonder when the time comes that I need another computer, desktop, laptop, whatever. Uh, do I buy Dell? I don't know. You know, this experience has really made me think about what I should do next time and whether or not it's worth dealing with this company again. They're a fucking billion dollar company they're so massive and yeah. i look at the trouble i had to go through just to have a battery replaced yeah i agree that uh that's bullshit so sorry you went through that first thing if have you looked on the if you flip your laptop around are there any stickers that say if you open or cut the sticker the warranty will be voided no okay so no, you yeah so that like means that. so that means you're able to open it up and typically a battery isn't that and you've put together desktop PC so you know your way around a computer right yeah oh exactly, exactly. Well, like, like I said I, yeah. it's not a it's not not going to be a big job but what if what, what if, if this happens what if something happens and it's and it's fucked and um, are you sure it's the battery oh yeah for sure yeah 100 percent there's there's no there's no question it's the battery yeah and there, I've done tests and stuff like that and I mean it's the battery it it charges but I unplug it and it's dead within an hour and that's just basic uh Web surfing internet surfing stuff like that that's not even watching videos or anything like that so uh dell also has diagnostic tools that check hardware and they've it's basically told me that yeah you need a battery your battery your battery's fucked so you know 
there, it's not a swelling, a swollen battery because some batteries do swell, and of course it fucks up your the case and your keyboard and anything like that. Yeah, this is this isn't the case. It's nothing like that at all. It's it's a simple dead battery. It's yeah. almost three years old. That makes sense. It's failed. It's time for a new one. So yeah, yeah. So maybe next time we chat, I'll have installed the new battery. I, yeah. Uh, if we're unable to chat, it's because I fucked my laptop. <laughs> <How's that? laughs> we could plug it into short power and it'll just work, just non-battery powered. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so, yeah, so I mean, that's uh, worst case scenario. Uh, luckily, a battery is, a pr- I, for the most part, a pretty easy job. You move the back speakers, you probably do two clamps, yeah. take it out, plug it in, you're kind of good to go. But before yes. you do that, just unplug it and make sure there's like none of those stickers that, because, you know, if it's... Like on like a PS5 or an Xbox, when I opened it up, it said the minute I open it up, if I cut the seal, it avoids the warranty. Well, the right. machine's 10 years old, so this warranty's fucking gone. So let's go cut and move forward. And you're right, Je- yeah. Dell generally makes good gear. Their XPS series laptops are amazing laptops. Yeah. They do, they, I think they bought Alienware, which is their high end desktops. And I, I think they now make Gaming. laptops, yeah. which is yeah. awesome. I'm actually still running two Dell monitors here, like two 17-inch monitors off my setup. I've had these for 20 years, and they're still going strong. I have two or three dead pixels within them somewhere, but you can't notice it unless you're watching a movie on one. So one's always internet, one's desktop stuff, and then up here is my media content creation. But, you know, other than that, I've had no issues with Dell. So that's, but you're right, batteries do die. Like, look at our cell phones. Cell phones usually last two, three years tops, and you're... And it's cheaper to buy a new phone than it is to buy a new battery. So was the is the Dell battery coming to you like an official Dell battery? Uh, no, it's not official, but it's a comparable replacement. So I ordered it from from a company here. I think in I think they're in Surrey or Richmond or something like that. Oh, perfect. So so I don't think it's a Dell. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not labeled like it's a Dell. I don't think, but it's. It's the battery made for this laptop, so Perfect. a replacement battery for this laptop. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, while I'm in there, I'm going to repaste the um, uh, the CPU. Yep. And 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 the GPU actually. I also bought some uh, some thermal tape. Oh, nice. So I'm going to put some some tape, just some extra cooling. These these laptops are known for. Um, uh, for heat, yeah. not that I've had any problems again, but hey, why not? Uh, th- it's easy enough to buy some. I mean, I bought some tape for ten bucks here, and yeah, easy to enough to, you know, put some tape on and try and keep things a little bit cooler. And of course, that improves performance, right? Yeah. So, uh, so just simple stuff like that. Um, so I'll take care of all that at once. I, I wouldn't open it up just to, to repaste the CPU unless I was having some problems. Yeah. Again, I'm not, but, um, you know, I'll check it out. Have a closer look. Are you going to do any Hopefully. other upgrades? Are you going to upgrade the RAM or anything like that? No, I've got 32 gigs already. Perfect. Um, I've got a one terabyte uh, SSD drive. Uh, yes, I actually, I did. There's one more thing that I am doing. It's, um, I am replacing the... Uh, the Wi-Fi Bluetooth cart. Oh, oh, that's it's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's an M2. Um, uh, it's an M2 card, but it's uh, it's uh, Wi-Fi six uh, that I'm upgrading to because these it's an older. Like I said, it's three years old. Yep. Uh, it's running Wi-Fi five. You know what? I don't have a router that runs Wi-Fi six yet at this point, but it's. Um, I did read some 
issue, people having issues with their, it's, they use a killer card, what's called a killer card. Yep. Although I think Intel ended up buying the killer cards and makes, makes them now for the newer laptops. But this, uh, so this is an Intel, uh, Wi-Fi six. Um, oh, you probably can't see that Wi-Fi six. Oh yeah. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kit that, uh, yeah. So I'm going to throw that in as well. So, um, Try and take advantage of slightly faster uh, speeds. Again, I don't have a Wi-Fi six router for, but at least even for my internal network, right? Hopefully, things oh, will yeah. be a little bit faster. No, it should be because even if your card is using or your uh, Wi-Fi six is rooting to Wi-Fi five, it's still going to be quicker. I think. yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, even even connected to uh, your your gigabit network because internally, my all my devices are connected through gigabit network. So yep. Um, again, this is wireless, but still I'm hoping the wire, the Wi-Fi six will speed things up just a little bit. So, and when you whip around at home, is your uh, laptop plugged in? Do you have it plugged into a LAN or are you wireless hundred percent? No, I, I, exactly. I'm wireless all the time. Oh, so gotcha. that's so, so that's why, yeah, yeah. that's, that's why I want to try and speed things up just a little bit. And have you looked it up on YouTube? Is it pretty easy to do or are you just going to wing it? Yep. Yeah. It's pretty simple to do. Like yeah. I said, while I'm in there, take the battery out, uh, pull the, Pull the fans, clean things up a little bit, repaste, change the Wi-Fi card, throw the battery back in, and away we go. Fuck Shouldn't yeah. be too much of a problem. Well, good luck with that one. We'll see. We'll see what happens in a week. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you thanks. might not have Wi-Fi or battery. <laughs> like, I might not have a computer. Period. So, no, but no, I think those are pretty quick fixes. They're, I think they're all external. Like you don't have to remove too many screws or anything. I think those are pretty quick yeah. fixes. Unfortunately, because yeah. those are the things that fail the most. But you know, with a you know, three-year computer that's used every day, that's, it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, wanted to get the frustration out with my Dell experience and, um, yeah, if anybody else has a similar experience, let us know. Or if, uh, anybody has some recommendations on, you know, what to do in such situations like this, uh, yeah, that'd be cool too. Interested to hear what, other people have gone through. No, yeah, that's yeah, that'd be good. Again, yeah, find us at oldmanhealclouds.com. You can send us an email or a hate mail or whatever you want to do. And uh, yeah, come chat with us. Um, yeah. So I want to touch on a story, well, a couple stories now. So some follow-up from last week from the Joe Rogan blowout. Yes. It's been, uh, it's been a couple weeks since that happened, since Neil Young pulled his music. Other artists have followed suit. But I came across this thing that the uh, from I was just whipping around on YouTube, and I saw this interview with uh, John Stewart. So John Stewart, which I don't didn't know, has a podcast, and it's called The Problem with John Stewart, and he talks about the whole Joe Rogan experience and kind of what happens. It's sixteen minutes. A lot of it's kind of stupid, but he does touch on some really really cool it points. I think. And yep. one of the main things he talks about is engagement and having open conversations. Yes. So I, you know, he's, he doesn't quite necessarily agree with, you know, pulling the music. I mean, make a stand, do whatever you got to do, but having an engagement and opening the conversation, uh, a thing. And, um, first off, so do you watch this interview 
uh, yes. you made your own note, notes for it as well, so we'll touch on those. But um, engagements, uh, from what I think, is just, again, having a conversation. We both we all learn and grow from having a conversation about whatever it is. You learn through conversation. You pick up things through conversation. So maybe you, they could find a common ground or do something like that. So you know that's what I get with when he says engagement, engaging them, talking to them, to have an open conversation without resorting to calling without your mama jokes and calling someone a fucktard and fucking signing off. Yeah. So I agree with that. Another big thing he talked about was um this, I mean Joe, Joe Rogan he they Spotify pays him a lot of money because he has such a large reach. And if he's talking about something with a large reach, what's going to happen is the people he talks about it, you know, the I'm going to call him the sheeple. The sheeple will look it up, see what they say, and then they'll fall down a rabbit hole doing different things. And then what happens with that, uh, which John Stewart talked about, was the algorithm. So I, I wish he got into this a little more, and I didn't get, get a chance to look at this, but he mentioned some lady talking about the algorithm and how it works for you or how it works against you, and you just fall into holes and holes and holes. And we've talked about this in the past with our Spotify playlist or YouTube algorithms or what Google does or something like that. It it finds stuff for you to hope the shit that you're interested in, and hopefully want to watch. And you know if it's used correctly, I don't know if it can ever be used correctly. I mean, I'm sure it can because I've found a lot of cool stuff fucking with the algorithm and stuff. So. But I've touched on a lot of things. What before we dive on these? What have you? What did you? What was your biggest takeaway from this John Stewart podcast? Well, um, yeah, there's kind of lots to take away yeah. from it, and we'll post. I'll post the uh, the clip uh, or the YouTube video on uh, on the website with this uh, with this podcast post, so you can check it out yourself too. I, so I guess in general, I really understand what he's getting at here, or I understand the point that he's trying to make. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it, you're right, has to do with engagement, conversation. Uh, even if you um, are not somebody, even if it's somebody who you don't like, or even if it's somebody who don't you don't always agree with, nothing is wrong with having a conversation and trying to find you know some clarification if you're not unsh- if you're not sure about certain things or. Or whatever. So in general, I think that's always a good idea. Oh yeah, you're you're right. Even you and I, we try to um, we try to search out facts. Sometimes that's difficult to do on the internet, of course, and <laughs> it's it depends on where you're going and what sites you're visiting and who you're who you're talking to or about or whatever it might be. So uh, so it is important to try and research. Uh, get the facts and then make your own decisions based on that research. So all of that I'm, I'm fine with. He makes a couple points that I'm really not so sure of. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I have a couple quotes here. Uh, one of them, and you sort of touched on it, but Joe Rogan, this is, uh, this is John Stewart speaking now. Joe Rogan has power because so many people listen to him. And yes, that, that, that is true. I don't disagree with that, but that's part of the problem right there. Yeah. So yeah. many people follow him that basically everything he says is got to be true. And of course, when you're, uh, when you're talking about so much misinformation, a lot of people are going to be thinking that, hey, Joe Rogan said it. It's millions of people who have heard this, heard him say it. So yeah, it's got to be true. And they're going to be spreading this information themselves. So um, so that's, that's, that's part of the problem. Um, 
not a, not a problem I have with what John Stewart is saying, but that's yeah. that's a part of what we're seeing today and the the issue we're dealing with here with Spotify, Neil Young, and Joe Rogan, of course. So um, then he gets does get into this algorithm thing. Yeah, and just to read a couple more quotes here. He says, uh, I'm more worried about the algorithm of misinformation than the purveyor of misinformation. If the algorithm drives people further and further down the rabbit hole, the algorithm is the amplifier and the catalyst of extremism. And then he goes on to finish, you've got to figure out a way to neuter the algorithms. He uses neuter in a, probably <laughs> a good way to, to describe it. Yep. But- but but I, I that part I definitely disagree with because it's like Facebook and their algorithms. Um, you know, it's not the algorithms themselves. It, it's it, it. Well, I guess it is because they are being created by Facebook. But but the issue here is uh, is Facebook, not their algorithms, and they are the. I mean, they are the source. They are the ones who are who are the cause of all this. And the thing is, if you don't. If you don't do something about it, uh, even if it's not liking them and cutting off Facebook, um, then you're part of the problem, right? So, so that's how I, you know, I, he says the al- algorithms are the problem. No, it's the source that is the problem. And the source in this case is Joe Rogan. Well, and Spotify for allowing it to happen. Yeah. So I really disagree with what he's saying there. No, no, that um, makes sense. So again, Joe Rogan is getting also getting this is part of it too. So is that he's getting a hundred million dollars for this, um, and then you throw in everything else that he's said and done over the years, misogyny, racism, and all that kind of stuff. You know, you put all of that together, and I just still don't understand how you, you can defend the guy. I really don't. So, yeah. um, good conversation John Stewart was having. Again, yeah. that's part of engagement, clarification, whatever it is. Um, so I think others should kind of check out the video here too and see what they think. So I I, I just, I, it hasn't, watching this and hearing him talk about these things, it has not changed the way I feel about Spotify. And oh Joe no, of Rogan. course not. So, uh, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a weird position to be in because, you know, imagine if we had a hundred million, imagine if we were making a hundred million dollars and bitching out Dell, you know, that would have a lot more punch to it than, you know, our fucking seven listeners listening. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, uh, it becomes, uh, you know, it, it's, he's a, he's a big fish in an even bigger pond and he has a lot of reach and, you know, that's, it's a thing. I did appreciate the fact that how they went in on uh, pop artists like BTS and stuff and how if you say something wrong about them, the army will come and attack you like the lynches and stuff. Uh, yeah. Which kind of brings me to uh, the, the next point. I, I think a lot of this has to do with, and we didn't really touch on this last week, but a lot of the anti-vaxxers and a lot of the you know the, the, the trucker convoy bullshit has to do, and the reason why they're doing this is because they uh, have a lack of education. And I don't really know how else to say it to make it more PG yeah. than that, but... You know, I, I remember from when we first started this podcast, 
we were, and the vaccine was being announced because we started this, it's pretty much been our COVID project and we've been moving forward about it. And it's, um, I've enjoyed it and having fun doing it. But when we, when the vaccines first got introduced, me and you were both worry on it. And yes. through doing, and we're both educated individuals. Um, and from doing our own quote unquote research, listening to the experts, finding our own information, we have both concluded because we're both worried on getting the vaccine. Uh, but through doing our own quote unquote research, we thought it was better for, with using our educated brains, we thought it was better to get the vaccines than not because science has proven that getting the vaccine is good for you. Whereas yep. a lot of these people who are, like a lot, I don't know. I don't, and again, this is stereotypical and this is putting them into a pool. I'm not saying everyone's this, but I'm assuming a lot of these people don't have an education background. They finished grade 12 and that's pretty much about it. They haven't gone to higher learning. They haven't taken up, you know, time for themselves or whatever it is. But I think lack of education is a big thing. And because of that lack of education, you kind of get swept into, I mean, mind you, like I've read all the anti-vax stuff because I'm trying to have a conversations and conversations with people who are anti-vax. And a lot of people, either if you're anti-vax, you fall into a category of, you don't think the you're getting microchipped or you don't like the how they're mandating it to do things. And those are pretty much the two things. And if you are in the camp of you don't want to get vaccinated because you don't like the fact that it's being forced upon you to get vaccinated, I get it. It's stupid, but I get it. You know, you're standing up for what you believe in. But if you don't want to get vaccinated because of science and you might get microchipped or 5G, whatever the fuck it is, those people can fuck off and die in a fire. Uh, but, you know, having said that, it's, you know, it. I think it's because of their lack of education that they're making these wrong choices. And even with, you know, history and, and everything with vaccines and stuff, you know, it's we've talked about this, and it's just like hitting a fucking dead fish. You know, it's the same shit we talk about it all the fucking time. You know, just get the shot; nothing bad's gonna happen to you. You're vaccinated for everything else, and one vaccine's not gonna do anything wrong. It's it's such a pain in the ass. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of information there. What do you what do you think about the lack of education point? Oh, for, for sure, that's yeah. that's part of the problem. I think some some of them are just dumb inbred fuckers who just. Or, yeah, they they've got no, um, they can't form an opinion on their own, so they're just they're, you know, they they call us sheep for uh, for getting the vaccine and basically obeying everything we're supposed to do. Well, I, I think I think like you said, I think at least with you and I, we've we've uh, done some research, we've done a lot of reading. I think we uh, we follow the science, we follow the medicine. Yeah. You're right. Both of us were a little skeptical going in about about all of this, whether it be the vaccines or even the vaccine mandate cards and or whatever they're called. Um, so I, I think we have both come to realize that you know obviously the science and medicine are there, but also it's it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, it's the right thing to do to protect myself, but it's the right thing to do more importantly to protect other people around us. Yeah, um, those who are vulnerable. Um, make sure our healthcare system doesn't get overloaded, which of course it, it has. Yep. Um, so, so I think, and well, the other thing is, and I mentioned, I said this last week, yep. they just have a fucking screw loose. They've <laughs> got a wire that's fucking short circuiting or something in their brain. Seriously. I really think they do. <laughs> they do. There is something, there is something fucking wrong with them. <laughs> they just can't fucking piece things together properly. It seems, and it's just seems so simple for most people, but 
they're having a tough time. And, uh, and I just don't understand how this small minority of people are able to have such a loud voice. I, I really don't. And you know what? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe we are part of the problem because we're talking about it all the time when in reality, maybe, maybe the press should just forget about them. Maybe you and I should just forget about them. If nobody is paying attention to them, they're going to fucking maybe pick up and go home. I mean, that's, yeah. we, we all want that to happen. And, and yet governments aren't doing anything. Police certainly aren't doing anything. And that's what's really frustrating the most, I think, is that the cops just are sitting back and doing fuck all. Yeah. I think they tried to move in on the ambassador bridge to open up the border uh, yesterday. I Actually, I don't know if it's, uh, did they actually get that running again? I'm, I don't I'm not know. Even I couldn't sure. find any information on it. But, uh, but uh, you know, they're still, what are, what are they, three weeks in at the parliaments in, in Ottawa, like, and businesses are still shut down. People are having a really tough time with, you know, income and all that kind of stuff because of these stupid protesters. Yep. And, um, uh, yeah, so, so that's why, that's why I ask, should we just, and I'm not saying we need to make a decision. It's just like in general, yeah. should people just stop fucking talking about them? Just ignore them. Uh, press should fucking ignore them and go home too. I know that's not what their job is, but, uh, anyway, should that's, should that be the way to try and get rid of this problem that we're having? Cause it is, it, it's a massive problem and it really pisses me off. Yeah, it, it's bullshit. And again, to echo on the point last week, uh, if this was a Black Lives Matter protest or a, um, Indigenous protests, this would have been shut down before it even yeah. got up and running. And there would be deaths involved. Yeah. I haven't heard of one well, death yet. <laughs> well, no. See, and, that, see, and that's the thing. And we may be talking about this uh, here eventually. And it, this may be um, going to apply with what, what we're leading to here, I think. Yeah. Uh, is um, this is about privilege. This is about white privilege yep. and entitlement. And that's what really what this is about. You know, you see these people partying. You see these people in their fucking hot tubs. You see them dancing to music and all that kind of shit. You know what? That's fucking white privilege. Yeah. That, and they're rubbing it in the faces of everybody. Obviously, most importantly, you know, the 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 black and indigenous people of this country and well, of this world who have been discriminated against and treated like shit for so many years. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's what they're doing. Um, don't these fucking people have jobs? Yeah, you right. know, what's, what, like, what the fuck? Like they're, they're uneducated. They're not intelligent. Uh, they've been camping out for three weeks now. Like, like what the, what, the, what's going on? Like yeah. how, what, I don't get it. How are they able to do this? And then again, you know, the cops aren't doing fuck all about it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty sad. And the thing is, you know, it's not just Canada, it's the entire world that's turning this way. And, um, it's, uh, it's a really sad kind of world we live in right now. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like it's just, you know, we, we just bash our heads, but we don't have the answers. And that's the problem. It's like, what are you supposed to do about it? Cops and the people that we look to, to close this shit down, aren't doing shit about it. They're letting it go. And you know, you're right. Touching up. Like, it's not like we're in a pandemic or anything, you know, <laughs> like shit, yeah. like all these people are losing businesses. Like every dollar counts for some of these small businesses. And the fact that they have to close down because they can't get to their business because a fucking semi trucks blocking the way is yeah. unacceptable. It's, it's such a, it's yeah, just 
it's fucking bullshit is what it is. Yeah. Oh, it is for sure. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. It just makes me smash. Every time we get together, I just want to smash my head against the fucking wall because it's just like, what do you do? We just don't. It's problems, and but no one's doing anything about it. And it's yeah. Like, but what are you supposed to do about it? It's like all these guys are fucking babies. It just doesn't make. Uh, I don't know. You're supposed to smack a child, uh, so <laughs> discipline. Well, yeah, Whack. and and just watching some of the video, like there was, I think uh, there was a reporter, or a press person. Actually, I don't think she's a, an official reporter she's kind of doing this on her own and trying to capture what's going on down there and so i've been watching this twitter feed uh i forget her name but anyways she was recording they were trying to put up a tent or move a tent or something like that and one of the fucking idiots was looking at her saying get off of our property this is private property and and all this kind of bullshit and oh you're just standing there filming us and you you know can't you see this woman there was a woman who was there trying to help with the tent and whatever you know can't you know can't you help her because you know she hey she's a woman she needs some help you know instead you're fucking standing there with your fucking camera this is private property they're on a fucking street they're in the middle of a fucking street (laughs) and this is they're they're saying it's private property like see that it just goes to show you the mentality of these people yeah and how fucking dumb they are private property you're in the middle of a street this is the government owns this is private property fucking turd uh speaking of turds let's talk about kid carson uh all right (laughs) that was a good one yeah Uh, good good uh, good segue good segue Uh, so if you don't know who Kit Carson is, Kit Carson is a well-established, I'm going to say well-established. I mean, the kid, (laughs) the guy did do his fucking, he was, I I don't agree with his style of radio, uh, but he was able to do his job. And in the early 2000s to 2010, when he got let go or left the company or whatever the fuck happened to him, he was running a number one show on the uh, 94.5 The Beat here in Vancouver. Uh, so I don't like his style of broadcasting. I never have. I don't like the way he does breaks. I don't like the way he belts. I think he's a terrible jock. And that's just me. People can say, people tell me I'm terrible all the time. So fuck, bring it to me. <laughs> I could take it. I could give two fucks. Uh, but. Uh, he is the current or ex-morning host of Z95 FM, Z95.3 FM here in Vancouver. And he, again, I'm going to say lost his fucking lid, and he threw away his job. Well, not threw away his job. I'm pretty sure he knew what he was doing. Uh, and let's just say this first. I know his contract was coming to an end. So I don't know if this motivated the speech or, again, if he just had a fucking screw loose. But he went on a tangent about the trucker protest and about him fucking just he just went on this again white privilege protest that blew up in the worst way possible so it's <laughs> I, I just I just think it, it's just mind-boggling to me because again th- there's a lot of supporters for Kate Carson and but there's a lot of haters. I'm a hater for him. And this is where I want to bring in I engaged the trolls for these guys because what <laughs> happened okay. was I retweet so Daily Hive, I love them or hate them, they're pretty on it for uh for the news, and they tweeted something that said I was just I just a retweet like a quote tweet, and they said that um where is it now? 
fuck. See, I told you I'd have trouble finding this. Um, Vancouver radio host Kit Carson and Vancouver radio station party ways after anti-mandate segment. And then I said, I retweeted it and I said, bye Felicia, good riddance. Oh, okay. I did see that. Yeah. I didn't see what happened after that. Though. Oh, fuck. The trolls came out the woodwork. Oh, wow. Uh, but it got... Uh, by it's one of my most liked tweets ever. I got 150 <laughs> likes. I got wow. three retweets, and like there was 18 comments. A lot of them have now been deleted because I put these fucking trolls in their place. But what's been going on is a lot of them have been saying, uh, "How dare you?" Well, I'll find these here before we get into that. But what is what are your thoughts on the whole kid thing? Were you a fan of his? Do you agree with what he said? Like, what, 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 are, what are you going into it? What do you think about this whole debacle that happened over the last couple of days here in Vancouver? I know the name Kid Carson. I know that he's been a part of Vancouver Radio for quite a few years. I've never been a fan, but not because I don't like him. I guess it's just more of the stations he's he was on. I just never listened to those radio stations, right? Yep. So, um uh, he was very, very popular, as as you mentioned. Yep. I mean, I think one of his contracts there after he came back, uh, where did he go after? There, there was one contract I heard that he, and I don't know if this is rumor or not, but you know what, knowing radio and the way they pay their top hosts, it's probably true. Like he was getting, like his contract was 500,000 bucks a year. Oh yeah. And that's just fucking stupid fucking money for what he does. Yeah. Uh, hey, I know he's a, a part of the brand, I guess. And I know that's just the way radio works. And uh, it's one of the problems I have with radio in the first place is that they pay these people stupid money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm digressing. I can, I can easily go another direction with this, but I won't. <laughs> um, I, I think I only met Kit Carson once. Uh, that was in, I think it was in 2010 during the Olympics. I think it was... I had passes to, or a couple of passes to the uh, Molson Canadian Hockey House, and one of them was for the opening ceremonies, and I think he was there that night at, at our table or sitting right beside us. So, yeah, uh, you know what? That's probably the only time I ever really met him. I don't even know if I talked to him that night or not. Yeah. Um, so so I can't say I'm a fan. I can't say I, I hate him either. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Listening to this and learning about this, and he, he knew exactly going in, he knew exactly what he was saying and he knew the consequences of what he said. Like, yeah. like you said, he, he, he even said himself, his contract is up. Uh, he's not sure if this is going to get him fired or not. Well, he knew very well that, uh, he had been in shit before because of his stance on certain things yep. and, uh, he, he knew what was going to happen. So I don't, you know, he didn't even, I don't even, I don't think he's surprised that he got fired basically is is, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm saying, but I'll just read a couple quotes here from, cause, cause like you said, he, he went on about some, a bunch of different things, uh, because, because you're right. The guy, the guy also has a fucking wire loose somewhere, oh, yeah. I think. So he said, if you think the freedom convoy in Ottawa is a racist movement, you have been tricked. You've been fooled. It's about trying to keep our children off a digital ID that will control every aspect of their lives. They can be switched off at any time, or that can be switched off at any time. Um, then he goes on to say, I'll be the one that gets mocked for doing my own research. And fuck, it's just like, <laughs> like you know, again, so is he saying that the vaccines are injecting something into them and into your kids? Is it saying that these mandates will mean that, you know, 
they'll have they'll be controlled for the rest of their lives i mean that's just fucking crazy it's just it's just stupid and then he says he does his own research yeah come seriously on, what what the fuck have you been reading kid like <laughs> you're, you're just fuck what a stupid idiot but then you know here and this is the part that pisses me off the most um Oh, he does say, so the choice is yours. You can learn about it or you can ignore it and focus on your own happiness. Well, whatever. Yeah. Here's here's the part that pisses me off the most. I ho- He says, I hope we can continue that somewhere else at some point. I hope that we can continue. Yeah, I think he means the conversation. Yep. So then he says, subscribe to my new podcast for a few bucks a month. You mentioned that. Yep. Uh, I've got kids to feed and a wife who li- likes to buy organic food. Like, seriously, asshole you you're making a half a million dollars a year you're worried about uh charging people and plugging your fucking podcast and feeding your kids and and your wife who who i mean fuck who knows what the fuck is she buying yeah but so so this comes back to our you know once again white privilege um that's really that's that's what this is this guy's a, f- a fucking idiot. He, you know what? This is, is this, well, I'll ask this. Is this similar to Joe Rogan? Kid Carson is getting paid a half million dollars a year. He said something that uh, basically it's a lot of misinformation and it does not, uh, how did uh, how did the station put it? Uh, how did Stingray say it? That it basically does not conform to our opinions or, or whatever it is they said. Yeah. So, they, so they punted him. Yes, uh, you know, there is freedom of speech, but hey, there's still a line and you cross that line and you're going to have to suffer the consequences. So yeah. I ask you, is this not similar to what's going on with Joe Rogan? Well, it's a yes, hundred, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, but the problem with, with the difference is, is that one, it's not a hundred million dollars, whatever Joe Rogan, how oh, much wow. is, you yeah. know, whatever Joe Rogan's making. And two, the crowd speaks and the outrage speaks. Like the problem with, you know, like I know when we got in trouble for the F Killer Mary thing, like we got ridiculed over that because it blew up so quickly. And it's kind yeah. of the same thing. But their their statement that they put out on uh, the Z95.3 FM Twitter account slash Instagram was uh, his opinion on vaccine, vaccine mandates and other issues are his own and we respect that he has his right to his own opinions but he does not have the right to broadcast misleading or inaccurate opinions and label them as facts. Right. Th- that's huge because that's kind of what Rogan was listening or doing, whatever yeah, it was. Exactly. So, For sure. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird thing and you can't really come back from that. Whereas, you know, whereas Rogan and, you know, he does, again, we talked about engagement and stuff and it's not sticking up for him, but he does come back a couple episodes later and he does try to talk about what he said because he is getting a little blowback, but it's not enough for him to fucking cancel his show, or whatever. But I digress. Yeah. It is. It's exactly the same thing. And if you know, if this was you know, we insert Joe Rogan doing morning radio here in Vancouver, he would have been punted or the unsyndicated yeah. or whatever the fuck has happened for it. So yeah, for sure. You know, again, we talk about uh, white privilege and stuff. You know, someone's building a profile on Kid Carson and just from the stuff he's talked about, listening to his breaks and stuff, you can, he'll tell you that he's a born again Christian. You can tell by the way he works and the car he drives and what he does, organic food and all this shit. He's never really had to struggle. And you can also tell that he spends a lot of time online. Yeah. You know, and what he's doing is he's promoting the wrong message to his fucking listeners and the same thing Rogan was doing. And, you know, he faced the consequences for that. 
But the icing on the cake is the very last thing he says on the radio, his radio broadcast, is you can support me on my new podcast for the low, low price of $20 a month. You can still bring it home and listen to that. Like $20 a month. Podcasts are free, bro. Like who's going to pay $20 a month to listen to your podcast? Like I'm sure people are. I'm sure he's going to get, you know, even if he gets fucking 100 listeners at all paying at 20 bucks a month, you know, that's that's quite a that's quite a bit of coin that he's pulling in. But how long that's going how long is that going to last for? You know, it's Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. Maybe he's gone for good now, hopefully after this. Um yeah. I, I mean, who's going to want to hire him after this, right? So Well, no one. Know, he's he, done. He could have He's probably done for this market at least. And like I said, he I, he knew very well going in, I think, that he expected to get canned and that's what happened. So, yeah. you know, he, he does say that, you know, people on terrestrial radio on this, you know, not not the specialty, not uh, serious, not these podcasts or anything like that. Like people on radio, like I think, you know, it, it has become kind of a you know, the way to radio, I see it now. And, and again, I don't listen very much, you know, it's basically, you know, here's a handful of songs that you have to play. Uh, you know, you've got five minutes to talk about shit and then it's back to commercials and back to more music and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, it's, I, I think he's right in that, uh, Hey, I'm not supporting him, but he's yeah. right overall. I'm not supporting him. And I'm just saying that, you know, uh, there's no personality anymore. They used to be called personalities, but I don't think that's the case anymore because you, you cannot, um, you know, you cannot talk about stuff uh, on regular terrestrial radio anymore. Um, you know, go to your specialty channels or Sirius or whatever it is if you want to talk about shit, right? Or go listen to podcasts. But radio is not like that anymore. People, you know, it's all structured and you have to do things a certain way. Yeah. And and in in that respect, that's what I, you know, that's what I'm not sure that I agree with anymore when it comes to radio. However, as I said, if you are going to talk about shit, sure, express your opinions, but there is a fine line. And if you cross that line, you have to suffer the consequences. And that that's what's happened here. So. Yep. Uh, and, and that's it. It's radio. Ha like, I mean, I, I was in it when it was changed. Before it was all personality driven. Now it's fucking the corporate teat. You know, music, yeah. you get uh, five minutes. No, you get 15, 30 seconds to talk about what the, what the Foo Fighters are doing or, you know, whatever the, whatever you're trying to backsell or upsell moving. There's no, you know, it's, they're very quick. It's very, it's radio is very, very quick and it has changed a lot. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I miss the good old days of radio and those are, those are gone. And yeah, you know, it is what it is, but uh, regardless of any of that shit, what, uh, what, Kid Carson did is wrong, and I'm glad he is gone. And it sucks to say that out loud, but fuck that guy, man. Like, you're not supposed to be talking about this shit. Like, I don't know if it's just us being super opinionated for it or whatever, but yeah, fuck. We, uh, fuck that guy. Well, we've been passionate about it for obviously yeah. for two years now. This has been going on, and we talk about it lots, and we probably talk about it more than we should. And 100%. Said sometimes maybe we shouldn't even be giving these people a voice or anything like that or any attention, you know. But we're 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 passionate about it. It's something that still affects us. It's affecting all of us. Yeah. So that's why we. Uh, it's pretty hard to ignore it, I guess. At the same time, so you know that's why we. That's why we are going on. That's also why we're we're learning and you know trying to make the right decisions for ourselves, for our own health, for, for the health around us of people around us. So. Yep. 
and so because of this tweet and because we feel so passionately about it, I retweeted that thing by Felicia Good Riddance. And then the fucking trolls came after me. But I went after them. Fuck these guys. So uh, <laughs> some of the highlights were, I love how you were ignoring half my points. Whatever. I just responded to it. I'll take your select response that you approve the attacking of journalists in Canada, which has been going on a lot. And I responded, I am a journalist. Read the room. Go tweet to your 10 followers. We are done. So a lot of these guys who are trolls, and this happens a lot. A lot of troll accounts have fucking seven or eight followers, and they're following like a million people, and they just attack them. That's all they do. Yeah. They're keyboard warriors. They just attack them. So that was one of the highlights. One of the other ones is you can't you uh, you just can't use words without substance and call that legit. I mean, anti-vaxer. What are you eight? Does your mom still make your lunches? Seriously, dude. Time to grow a pair. And then I responded. Resorting to stupid comments prove how uneducated you are. I am open to have a discussion on it, but I think you are too stupid to have one. Already resorting to a mom joke as your first interaction. Go fuck off. Uh, so yeah. th- it was just a bunch of stuff like that. Another one. How awful for you to say. The most vocal people I fight alongside have come from a, cum- a communist country. You're common here. I just haven't <laughs> seen something this blatantly ignorant in a long time. I'm like, something an anti-vaxxer would say. Um, and then I'm like, I'm open to have it. And then other people, hey, bro, I'm open to have an open conversation about it. I do have a platform where we can talk about it. Come join me. He's like, I won't know. You, you're not a journalist. Only journalists say stuff like this. I can't find that one right now. I think he deleted it <laughs> because my, my thing is gone. But again, yeah. I trying to have an open discussion with these guys just to figure how fucking stupid they are. I would yeah. love to have this conversation. So if you're an anti-vaxxer out there listening to us, please get in contact with us. Let's have a conversation. I want to know what you're so passionate about. It would just help us out in the long run. Maybe, you know, help us out a little bit. That's it. That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, as far as these trolls, I guess, if you want to call them that, I don't know, whatever they are. I, I just, you know what? In my former life on Twitter, I kind of engaged with those people. Hey, I, I'm all for a constructive debate or conversation as well. If you yeah. want to talk about something, let's talk about it sensibly, right? Uh, in my former uh, life on Twitter, I would engage with that bullshit. And you know what? It's not, it's not healthy. It's, uh, if they've got 10 followers, uh, and no picture and no real name in their profile, yeah. then I, you know what I do now? I just fucking ignore them. Oh yeah. And if to. necessary, and if it continues, I'll just fucking block them. It's, you know what? They want you to engage with them, yeah. uh, but that's yeah. not a called engagement when they, when they, when they say stupid shit or when, when they make it personal, that's not engagement. That's just, uh, uh, well, I don't know. You call it whatever you want, but, and it's, the thing is, it's not worth uh, my time personally anymore. So I don't bother. I mean, I had somebody just a couple of weeks ago do the same and you may have seen it. Uh, you know, somebody was just randomly, uh, replying to some of my shit, but they were doing it in a personal way. Yeah. And, and again, I think he has one follower, not his real name, no, no profile picture at all. And he, you know, he's, if you look at his timeline, he's liking, uh, photos of naked girls and all this, uh, all, all this other kind of shits. Well, why would I engage with a person like that? And you know what? He did a couple more. I, I ignored him the whole time. He did a couple more and I just blocked him. So, yeah. Uh, it's just, you know what, it's just, it's not worth it. No. You know, hey, hey, let's let's chat. Like you said, if you, anybody wants to join us and talk about it sensibly, then hey, let's do it. Yeah, by all means. Uh, uh, but, if you're, but if you're going to come on here or if you're going to do it on Twitter or any other platform and uh, start talking shit like that and making it personal, then no, it's, it's not going to happen. Don't waste my time. Exactly. So 
Anyway. Fuck right off is right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's easy. The block button is really valuable in social media, wherever you are. So <laughs> yeah. use it. Use it. Use it. Uh, use it frequently. Use it. Uh, just, just do you, it. Just do it. Use the block yeah. button, Luke, is what the kids are saying. Let's go move on to happier things. Let's talk about music. This is awesome. Uh, so we did that Caius anniversary special with uh, Steve Stebbing a couple episodes back. Check out Old Man Yellow Clouds and find that. I never knew this band existed. It popped up. Uh, a band called Stoner. It features former Caius, former Caius members Nick and Brant alongside the drummer, Mr. Ryan, who we uh, have returned with her second album called Totally and the first single off it called A Million Beers. I'm just going to fire it up right here. I should add this one rock. Um, this song kind of rips. It kind of has the same Caius-y vibe to it. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. I never knew it existed. It came out a couple days ago. I'm like, look at this fucking song. What a great song. Oh, Jesus. Again, lyrics are still top-notch, but <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you think of this song? Oh, I have lost Steven. Oh, no. Okay, we'll just let this play while I get back and uh, find, uh, find Steve. Every time. Well, at least we have music playing. So this is good. We're going to keep this going. Uh, I'll be right back. Recording in progress. We've got Death from, above, Death from Above 1979. Gary Newman rounds out the shows for March. I'm back, baby. <laughs> March 29th at the Commodore. Where the fuck did you go this time? My NordVPN crashed. <laughs> so I was like, your su- subscription ran out. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe you gotta turn that turn that shit off when we're talking here. <laughs> well, you went solo. Uh, so while I was gone, I played I the full song, and you were talking about concerts. It looks like so. We'll use my feed because it was just a song playing in the background. So you've already been cut from this episode. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Thanks a lot. You fuck up, and I'm the one that gets cut from the show. <laughs> no, you went solo last Thanks. week. It was really good. I quite enjoyed the solo Thanks break last week. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, that was entertaining. I was I was caught off guard, and uh, I didn't know what to do or what to talk about. I kind of went through my some stuff that we didn't chat about in my prep, and uh, it was kind of uncomfortable, actually. I, like I said, I didn't know... I didn't know what to do. Having this other person to interact with just makes it so much easier. It's way easier. Yeah. So um, if I had to do a show on my own, I, I just, no, I don't, I don't know that I could. It would be a lot of swearing, a lot of swearing and beard well, talk. And, and nothing else. And um, it'd be incoherent gibberish for about five minutes. And then I'd say, fuck it. And I'd call it, call that's it a it. day. Throw an intro, throw an outro uh, on it. And it's done. That's right. That's the second week in a row with internet problems for myself. What a joke. Yeah. I'm not impressed. Hey, see, so don't give your money to Kid Carson. Don't pay him 20 bucks. <laughs> maybe give us a little bit of money and we can maybe improve our <laughs> awesome podcast that we've got going here. Oh, shit. Maybe maybe Adam can pay for his Nord VPN subscription that maybe uh, expired on him or whatever it is. No, I'm good for four years on this thing. I don't know what happened. Uh, nice a coffee. Yeah. But anyway, where did you get to? Did you listen to any of the stoner band? 
Uh, yes, yes, I did. So Stoner is coming in. I, I kind of mentioned this as I was reading about uh, upcoming shows. Stoner, Stoner is coming to Vancouver, March 2nd. They're playing with a band called Yawning Man. Yeah. Uh, they're at the, at the Rickshaw Theater. Uh, Stoner is uh, great, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, great bands. Uh, this will be their second album coming out. Because uh, you said you did play the song then yep. already, right? On your side. Uh, so I listened to it. Uh, what was I going to say about Stoner? Uh, so it's Brant Bjork uh, and Nick Oliveri. Both were members of Caius at of one time. Or, sorry, yeah, sorry, Caius. And a drummer named Ryan Goot. I don't know who Ryan Goot is, but uh, uh, anyways, they've got a second album coming out. It's on um, Heavy Psych Sounds. I've mentioned Heavy Psych Sounds so many times before. Yep. They are, are a great Italian label. Uh, the new song, as you have mentioned probably is called a million beers. Yep. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. I, uh, I, I just wanted to mention Brant and Nick again, because after, uh, let's see, where was I going to going with this? I can't even remember now. Uh, oh, sorry. So, uh, Brant, I think after Brant has done many different things since Caius, oh, yeah. um, I, I wanted to mention, uh, Fu Manchu cause Brant's ended up in Fu Manchu. And, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but anyways, uh, and obviously he's doing a bunch of solo stuff and now he's doing this side project called Stoner with, uh, with Nick. So, uh, really cool stuff. Super cool stuff. Yeah. So check them out if you can, if you're into shows, uh, March 2nd, that's in a couple of weeks at the rickshaw. It'll be a great show. I've seen Yawning Man in, in concert at the rickshaw as well. Sweet. Another great band. Both of these all of these people come from that desert rock scene yes. uh, that we talked about with Steve Stebbing. So um, yeah, so so check it out. Yawning Man was probably one of the first bands that grew from that. Uh, at least the members of Yawning Man, uh, one of the first bands that grew from you know from that scene. So really, really cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah, great bands. Uh, I don't don't remember seeing these guys or did we? Do you ever play any of these guys? Have you played in Stoner on our last? Stone? No, no, no. I haven't. I, I don't know. May, I may have talked about them. Let me just grab something here real quick if I can find it. Yes. Off to the vinyl collection. So this is. Uh, can you can you see that? Can you see that? I don't know if you can see that. This nope. is um, this is kind of stoner's first album because they had not they have two studio albums but this was kind of their first album it's the uh, live in the mojave desert Sweet. Uh, so what happened was i think it was november of 2020 so the pandemic was uh you know whatever 10 11 months old uh five bands and i know i mentioned this in news i don't think i played anything but i mentioned that five bands were going into the desert to record live show like so Basically in the desert, no attend, no people attending or anything like that. Just five bands yeah. uh, playing music. One of them was uh, Nebula. Uh, one of them was Stoner. Another one was a band called Earthless. And I know I've talked about Earthless oh, yeah. quite a bit. And they've got a new album out now. So, uh, so anyways, all five of them played um, uh, basically a, a set and put them they were all recorded. There's some fantastic video on YouTube of uh, all of those shows. Uh, anyway, great stuff. So I think Stoner, this was kind of their first music that was put down on record. Then then followed two albums. So well, the second one is just out or just coming out, whatever. Anyway, so obviously I've been very familiar with Stoner kind of right from, right from their beginnings. I'd love to go see them, but I don't think I'll be going to the rickshaw in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, a couple of weeks. Like I said, I got the show f- uh, tickets for Slipknot coming. I don't know. I mean, that's still a ways away. It's Eastern Long Weekend, so we'll see kind of what happens. I am a pop guy, so Dua Lipa is coming to town April the 1st, and I kind of want to see that, but again, I'm still kind of sketchy on it and kind of seeing what happens with restrictions and stuff, but uh, yeah. we're digressing. Uh, what's your uh, what's your pick of the week this week? So I didn't listen to a lot of uh, new music this week, at least. Um, i uh, just been really busy. didn't get around to it. Oh, I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been listening more to, like I said, I've, I've, even though my Spotify subscription doesn't end till I think next week, I've been trying to like move away from it completely. Uh, so I've been listening to my own digital collection. I've been using the Plex, uh, amp app quite a bit, which basically is, it's an app that was created for, for for Plex, uh, that is a lot like Spotify and it does a lot of different curating and, um, I don't know if there's any algorithms going on in the background there or not as well with that. But anyways, it's been really cool to go through some of the songs, some bands, uh, in my collection that really I have not listened to at all or for a long time. So so I've been listening to some of that stuff. Anyways, I did come across a, a video just in the last couple of days that popped up. Uh, actually it was just released yesterday. Uh, it's a sort of a live performance or it's a, it's video that was taken during a rehearsal session by a band, uh, called Pentagram. Now Pentagram has been around for, well, what, 50 years almost. Uh, They were, you know, they kind of got their start in like the early seventies. They were sort of part of that, um, you know, the pioneers of heavy metal, of course, Nobody can beat Sabbath, yep. but they're still part of that scene. Uh, obviously, the recordings didn't come out till several several years later, but they are a big influence uh, in heavy metal, uh, psychedelic rock, uh, doom metal, that sort of thing. Uh, the leader of the band, his name is Bobby Liebling. Liebling. He is um, he's been through a lot of problems in his life. Yeah. Uh, Drugs, uh, obviously, pale played a big part. He was in jail for really something that was really sad on his part. I think he, uh, I think he neglected to take care of his mother. Who, I mean, this guy is already in his mid to late sixties. So, yeah. anyways, I think he was in charge of caring for his mother, and he basically neglected that, and he ended up in jail. Uh, he has recovered. He's out. Uh, hopefully he's learned from all that bullshit. Um, anyways, it looks like that band is sort of back together. They've got some different members in the band again. Anyways, they've released this uh, song called The Diver on video or of them playing Diver in a rehearsal session. The song itself, I think, is over 10 years old. Yeah. Just seeing, uh, just watching this, I guess. Uh, can I play a little bit here? Oops. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Hopefully that's still not too loud. But no, that's all right. Bobby sounds Bobby sounds really good. Uh, judging by this video, he looks to be doing really well. Uh, hopefully he's kind of moved on from his demons here now, I guess. But anyways, the song is great. It's a great old tune, but it, the sound is really good really good it's the band sounds like they're in pretty good form so 
I don't know where this is going to head to. We'll have to find out. Maybe they'll start touring again. We'll see if some new music is coming up. Uh, I love this band, though. Like, all that early stuff is just so good. This is yeah. the, the sound of this band is just awesome. Uh, just really cool stuff. No, and you can tell, like, it's super old school heavy metal. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and that's super, you know, like you said, no one beats Sabbath, but could this be a close second? Who knows? It'd be cool to dive in, like, a music musical dive in, like, that history of metal uh, guy, that documentary that came out in 2000. He dove into, like, the 70s and 60s versions yeah. of heavy metal. Like, that was, that was fucking cool. Yeah. But, uh, that was Sam Dunn. He did uh, the Headbangers Journey. That was the first one. Yeah. Then he did uh, also I don't know in what order these fall in, but then he did something called Global Metal. But was what's really the what I really liked was the um, uh, what's it called? There was a series like an eleven or twelve part series oh. on based on the Headbangers Journey. Have you seen that? I have not. No. It is called I don't know. I forget what it's called. Um, look, check it up though. So basically, he focused focuses on uh, all of this, those different genres that like he basically made a tree, uh, like a family tree, I guess, of, of hard rock or metal music. Yeah. And um, so in the Headbangers journey, he kind of touched briefly on each of those, but each, each episode of this TV series is based on kind of one of those subgenres, I guess, of heavy metal. And it's really... It's great stuff. Yeah, check check that out. It's a little bit hard to find, I think. I think it was, was it a VH1 series at the time? I, I don't even know. I can't even remember, but yeah, check that out. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up right now. I can't find it. So that, that'll be a little more deep diving. It's uh, yeah. metal, and they have global metal. Uh, metal evolution, yeah. there it is. Yes, yes, metal evolution. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll look yeah, that up. So, I'll look so, it up. Find, try and find that. Uh, like I said, there's 11 or 12 episodes there. It's uh, it's great stuff. Well, yeah, 12 episodes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, any any metal fan needs to uh, needs to check that out. I am in. I can hear yeah, myself. Yeah. I can hear myself echoing no, in the background. I can't hear you. What's going on now? Oh no. <sighs> All right. Am I back? Am I no, back? I think this is very good. We're not having a good day again. <laughs> One more. Add it to the list. I can I hear your you microphone's fine. tired or something. <laughs> it's, it's all this new gear. What's going on? I think okay. you're back. I don't know. Well, we're just going to wrap this up. I, I'm getting all this <laughs> stuff that's saying your internet connection is unstable. So that's it for us. You can find us wherever you get your podcast from. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. And don't be an ass. Wear your goddamn mask. If you like this podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. And if you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmanwhoyelletclouds.com.